Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for Bart Reed, Drive Time Sports Insider for everything basketball in Arkansas. Bart is a former college player here in Arkansas and has worked alongside many of the top college prospects in Arkansas with his pure sweat skills and drill program. Bart Reed is brought to you by Arch Street Wheel and Tire. Tell them you heard this ad on the buzz and you'll get $100 off instantly with the purchase of four Toyo or Nitto tires. Only at Arch Street Wheel and Tire. Well, Bart, I think you can roll your sleeves up. I think there's plenty of work to be done after the, uh, thank goodness, exhibition game the other night between Arkansas and Texas. Wow. Yeah, that was uh, that was something. Now, let's with, with, Let's be realistic, Randy Frick. We've we've talked about this. Chris Beard is as good of a defensive coach as you are going to be, as good of a coach as you're going to find anywhere in the country. That team was extremely prepared. They play excellent defense, and and we talked about this last week. Do you see how everything has to almost we have to play out of the corners? They down angle everything. You're not going to get to the middle. So they took the young freshman and they bumped them and they basically played from almost the low wing of the corner all night long. They went to that five-out set. It looked stagnant at times. And then basketball is still a game of if you put the ball in the hole more than your opponent, you win. Texas got hot. They hit contested shots and they were at home. And when it started rolling downhill, it kept rolling. So a lot of things to be improved on, but it's not all bad. All right, I'm going to ask this uh, by way of our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. Very good question by Kelvin. He says, uh, question for Mark. In the game this weekend, Arkansas stayed fairly close in the first half. Then Texas came out, outscored us 25-5 to in the start of the second half. Was this poor offense, defense, both? Your thoughts? That's a great question. Well, there are two really critical game pieces of the game that I think fans uh, need to sit down and understand at home because coaches preach to their players. It's the last five minutes of the first half and the first five minutes of the second half. So the second half was a carryover from the first half where Texas outscored us 7-0 to zero going into halftime. They, they hit some big shots and they kept, and Arkansas needed to come out and make a stand right away in the first five minutes and cut into that lead and play aggressive defense, and they did. They essentially gave up some free baskets. They did not. I think their effort was as well as it had been in the first half. And so when Texas started rolling, they started rolling. And when you see the ball go in the hole at home, role players play extremely well at home, and they shoot extremely well at home. So it just – really needed to come out and start quick in that second half, and they just didn't do it. And the one thing that I can say that's going to trouble, this Arkansas Razorback team is going to be, you can look at all the analytics. There are two to three stats that really matter. Turnovers, field goal three-point percentage, and three-point attempt. That is going to determine the success of this team. When you have 23 turnovers, it doesn't matter who you're playing, you're going to struggle. We had a stretch where I think it was Rick, Randy, y'all might remember, seven minutes. I think Nick Smith had our only three-point shot made. 
getting into seven minutes, below seven minutes in the second half. That is a problem, and it's not just the mate. It's the shot attempts. We're putting so much pressure on ourselves to drive the ball and finish at the rim. I think we're becoming extremely predictable because we are not even looking at the three-point shot. We only attempted 10. Total three-point shot, Texas made 10. So that's really the difference in the game, that and the turnovers. Thanks to – Sharp. Um, the band playing tonight is Greta Van Fleet. The band <laughs> sounds Van a lot Fleet. like Led Zeppelin. Oh, really? Uh, Sharp says, I'm glad Rick will be glad to know. So, there I, you go. I am glad to know. It sounds more like a female singer, Greta Van Fleet, but if it's a group, that's great. And if they sound like Led Zeppelin, that'd be really good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, see, you asked Bart a question real fast. I was going to ask him if he was going to the big concert and then ask him if he knew who it was, but I'm glad we had a listener that gave that to us. Bart, there's a big concert at Simmons Arena tonight, and we now know it's Greta Van Fleet. How's that? That's right. Now, let the record be set straight. Yeah, okay. Sharp, if you remember, about a year ago, uh, was very instrumental in veterans getting tickets to Arkansas football games. Great for him. Yes, he is. He is a great man, and um, I know that he's he's taking care of me uh, when he says that Greta Van Fleet, yeah, is performing tonight. So well, that's great. We're glad to know that. I'm glad. You, I'm glad. I, 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 he wanted you to know, Rick. I'm he glad to know. I, I'm okay. always curious. You know, okay. yeah, who's going to be tell. there? I, Eagles are there sometime soon. I'm, yeah, I, I I'm think going it's sold to that. out. Oh, are you? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, if I can remember the date, I can't remember the date now. Well, maybe uh, on the show that day you'll say, hey, by the way, I'm going to the Eagles tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it is on a weekend. <laughs> oh, okay. So thank goodness I'll be able to maybe keep up with it. Um, this also is a Bart question. And um, Jim says, can Bart please tell us what happened? Why does Arkansas not look good? Should we panic? Well, it's too early Ooh. to panic. It's an exhibition game, Jim. <laughs> good gracious. Now you're sounding like Rick. What? It is. Uh, well, listen, there's, this is going to be the problem with this team. I think we've talked about this before. Nick Smith is really our one true scorer that we've got out there that can go get a basket. They really stymied him a little bit in the second half. Of course, uh, shots and, and attempts and minutes have a lot to do with that. He had a great shooting performance, 12 points. If it wasn't for Jordan Wallace, this gets to be a really anemic night, especially from shooting from the outside and shooting even long-distance mid-range shots. If we do not cut down on the turnovers, it sounds like a broken record. You cannot. 23 turnovers is way too much to give to a a top 15 type basketball team. So you're just not going to beat very many opponents. We shouldn't panic, but we need to be able to find some shooting or we need to be able to play flawless. And I mean flawless on the defensive end. Randy Rick, I don't think this team is going to be as good defensively as we were last year. I think that's where the problem comes in and probably a little bit of panic comes from Coach Musselman and his staff. I just don't think they've got the tools that they had last year Whoa. on the defensive end. This is I know. 
But they got all this length. They got all these athletes. I, I thought that oh, was well, talent. Make them a good defensive team. Well, Bart, Bart, I, I, Bart. I think, and I think this would be because I'm, I'm learning this by evaluating athletic skills. Even though we would it be a safe, and I hadn't seen them at all, but I'm just looking at this holistically as basketball throughout the country, and why I think you may have said that. Even though they may be better basketball players, they may not be yeah. better athletes, which means you're not a, you're not as good defensively because you can have good athletes and may not have good basketball team, so you can defend better, you can play basketball, which gives you a chance to win on every night that you play defense. Is that a good assumption? That's, that's right. So it's a lot like in Texas where it's hard to tell evaluation of talented football players because everybody's so coached up. Yep. Automatically, they've got all this. It's the same yes. thing. Scheme, and scheme. Yes, and you know this, freshmen are not near where they need to be as compared to a junior or senior mm-hmm. defensively, and that got exposed, in my opinion, even though it's an exhibition game, it's a snapshot that's a really good team and a really well-coached team. That's who we have to beat to get over that hump to the Final Four. I think it could be a problem. Wow. Well, okay, then I guess they can then... overcome it. They can overcome it. But I think it's a problem that has to be addressed. Well, well, and then Bart, I think on a basketball standpoint, that's why as you look at the at the drafts now, oftentimes you you know just like I can't remember the player from from Marquette who was the player of the year uh, two years ago, uh, that, that you know, MVP of the year. He didn't even get drafted. Well, they said athletically right. he couldn't get his shot off. You, you, right. So so then you get a defensive guy comes in and you see all these guys who sign free agent and go in because they're athletic and the NBA game and clock game is an athletic game. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Yep. That's right. And then when you need to get something generated, what the freshmen and the young players are not used to doing, you can see it. When they're five out behind the three-point line, which really wasn't five out, you have one in the short corner. They're freshmen, young height, they don't have to move. They're, they're used to creating shots and kind of standing in an isolated area and then just being able to outskill or out-athlete somebody. When you have to move against a team like that that's really pushing everything down to the corners, they got almost no top straight-line drop. You have to move without the basketball, and that really shows. Now, that's something that's an acquired skill. They'll get, they'll get that as the year goes along, and I don't want to be too negative. But there are things that they're just not going to be able to roll the ball out and beat these elite level teams. So, like you're saying, they got schooled, and now they've got to really put that education to use. They've got a lot of work That's to right. do. All right, hang on, That's Bart. Right. We got we, yes, to step away for a moment. That's Bart Reed. Wow. Thanks again to R Street Wheel Entire. Rick Schaefer, the doctor of football, Dr. Fitzgerald Hill. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue. It's time for Bart Reed, Drive Time Sports insider for everything basketball in Arkansas. Bart is a former college player here in Arkansas and has worked alongside many of the top college prospects in Arkansas with his pure sweat skills and drill program. Bart Reed is brought to you by Arch Street Wheel and Tire. Tell them you heard this ad on the buzz and you'll get $100 off instantly with the purchase of four Toyo or Nitto tires. Only at Arch Street Wheel and Tire. Well, Bart, this is kind of an interesting question by way of our Asher Record Service Company live feedback from Hank. Hank says, 
does Bart not think we will develop a shooter as the season progresses? Well, I think we can bring some guys along, and I think especially the younger players. I, I do firmly believe that the speed of the game, there is an adjustment there. The more reps they take, and Coach Musselman and staff take, it, take quite a bit of shooting reps, I think they will. we will get better shooting the basketball as a collective, as a team, and as well as certain individuals. You're not going to be able throughout a season, especially when you're talking about so much team aspect, to really – bring along one individual shooter. Now, with that said, if they've got the mechanics and they've got the release and they've got I, – I just don't see that shooter on the floor. And, again, going back to the real problem, gentlemen, is this. If we were taking more threes, then there's a light at the end of the tunnel because we can say, okay, well, that person's a shooter. They don't have the feel. When you're not attempting the three-point shot, that tells me you're not confident you don't have the shot recognition, and you don't necessarily have the speed of release to get it off. So those are the three shot killers at the college level. Texas was five for nine in the first half. They attempted more shots in the first half than basically we attempted for the whole game. I don't think you can change that much. What this team is going to have to hope for is getting streaky shooters hot at the right time. But I do think they need to pull, push, push, push those attempts up Guys, you know this. You, you're not going to be able to make six or seven three-point shots or eight to ten if you're not trying to take 18 to 20. So it's just a, it's a pure math game at that point. So we've got to push our attempts up, I think, to give ourselves more of a chance to make some more three-point shots. Bart, how much do you think, though, at this point is, I guess you can say, coach-restricted? In other words, you may have to be like it was with Coach Sutton. you got to earn – the opportunity you've got to earn uh coach musselman's respect that when you put up a three-pointer you got a reasonable chance of making it rather than just saying okay i'm gonna take a three-point shot just so we can say that we attempted more threes than what we did against the texas longhorns yep no randy you're 100 percent right but if you look at this team and even when they were um, across the pond overseas they're shooting a extremely high clip from mid-range. I mean, we, we're having some guys shoot 50, 50, 60% from the field. Some of that is, yeah, they're really hot. They're great shooters. Some of that is they're not stretching themselves to take probably what are contested, slightly contested, but open shots. Now, I'm agreeing with you, but there's also a point where it becomes almost more harmful to not take a shot than it is to miss a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I agree with you. I just think when you look at this team, young players tend to pass up on easy shots to the rim. It's just how it works. I think a little bit of it's shot recognition, but I think this stuff can develop and get better as the year goes along. And I think, as you know, Coach Muslim will feel more and more comfortable with the guys as the season goes along as well, too. What do you see uh, the direction, if you will, uh, for Coach Musselman? Uh, North Dakota State, that's the, that's the first regular season game. That's Monday night. What do you anticipate or what do you, what do you see somewhat, uh, I mean, in football we think of a game plan. Well, there's going to be a game plan 
in basketball. So what do you think the game plan is going to be? Get out and transition. He's going to drastically try to speed the game up, and that way he's going to push his shot attempts at least not from if not from the three point range from the field from just inside mid range layups. He's going to try to push his shot attempts. I made the prediction that we're going to take twelve to fifteen more shots than we took last year, and that could be on a little bit of a high side. But he's got to get the ball up and make up for it in volume. If we're not going to shoot the threes and hit the threes. You got to make up for it in volume shots. Um, in transition. The one thing he's going to have to figure out, we saw it. Nick Smith, it was going to be high ball screen for Nick Smith, not be able to stop him. They iced all those screens, basically pushed him to the corner, and you saw this team really struggle getting past that second and third level that Coach Muslim was talking about in the preseason. So he's going to have to schematically figure out something be able to get to that high ball screen or set a screen for the screener so they can get a little bit free and loose so they can get that screen and they can come off that screen and be effective offensively because it was not at Texas coming from the corner spot in that wing spot. So you're going to have to get Nick Smith and he's going to have to score 20 to 22 points a night, guys, every single night for this team to beat top 25 caliber basketball team, in my opinion. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but this came from the SEC today, and this was the selection again of first and second team uh, preseason-wise. Nick Smith was once again the only representative for the University of Arkansas, and uh, he was able to make the first team once again. But, um, boy, Bart, are you not putting a lot, even though he is a strenly heralded uh, incoming player. Is that not putting a lot on the shoulders, though, of Nick Smith right off the beginning? It is. It is. It is. But I think there's a kid that can handle it. It's him. I think he comes in with expectations that he's the guy. And I think on that basketball team, you can tell they're all, all even though he's a youngster and a pup, they're already deferring to him offensively. You can see when he gets late in the shot clock, they're saying, here you go. So I think he's going to take that on his shoulders. That is a lot, but he can handle it. When you're talking about a guy that's a potential lottery pick that's going to be making five, six, seven million dollars next year, he better believe that he can do it, or he wouldn't be in that position. So I certainly don't think that's stretching him too much, even though it's putting quite a load on on the young freshman. But he's got the skill in the game to do it. Okay, so I don't collect basketball cards, but what do we know of, about Nick Smith Jr.'s deal with fanatics? Have we seen anything from that yet? Not not how much he's going to make or anything, but he was one of three college athletes to sign a big deal with Fanatics. Do you know anything about where that is? I don't, but I guarantee you it's a lot of money. And you're talking right. about yeah, oh, I know it is. It's at least six figures. But you, but I do wonder uh, when the public who does collect basketball cards, and I still dabble a little bit in baseball cards, uh, when they'll be actually be able to find those out on the market. I tell you what, Rick. I'm gonna do. I'll do a little research on that. I'll call yeah. up Nick and see if what what I can find out. I'd be curious. Yeah. Hey, that Bart. Was, that was a big announcement. Yes, sir. Bart, I wanted to ask you how did you and when you how did you come? Maybe you don't have time, but in the future, compare that him to Moses Moody for the transition. You know, Moses was. Do you think that development will be similar or what? Yep, and I think Nick is just better off the dribble and creating shot. Moses is great catch and shoot. Nick is just so much better creating shots off you. the dribble and creating separation. Okay.
Thank you. All right. Thank you, Mark. That is Mark Thank Reed. God. Pure sweat basketball skills thanks to Arch Street Wheel and